Hello, welcome back to the 3-Ball Podcast, everybody. Today on the podcast, it is a wonderful Wednesday when I'm recording this. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dalvin Cook, something happened with him. Um, OBJ, still not signed while, when I'm recording this. Uh, my QB rankings uh, through weeks 1 through 9. Uh, and the WWE releases, I'll be talking about that. Um, I was supposed to watch NXT 2.0, I did, and I don't feel like review again on this podcast, so you guys can listen to AEW review tomorrow if you really care about wrestling. We'll do that, because I don't like NXT 2.0. Well, I don't like most of it. Some of it I do like, but that's a whole different thing. Let's start off with Dalvin Cook. Um, man, Dalvin Cook, let's see what happened to him. Let me get the... WWE releases pulled up real quick, so I'll have to do that later. Uh, but anyways, Dalvin Cook, let's start off with him. He had something go on with him. Do, 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 do. Uh, he had a lawsuit come out uh, accusing him of assault. Uh, I'm not going to take sides on it. Um, so he's got a lawsuit filed by, against his ex-girlfriend alleging that he abused her during an altercation at his home last year and Dalvin Cook is a firm believer in himself he just he says that he's the victim and the truth will come out uh so yeah hopefully Dalvin Cook gets that issue solved uh yeah moving on after that we have OBJ. OBJ is still not signed. Uh, three teams that have really come out now that he's going to be four. Uh, he's interested in signing four. The Packers, Saints, and Chiefs. There you go. Uh, lost my train of thought. Packers, Chiefs, Saints. Uh, maybe even the Patriots, but, you know, it's whatever. And... I'm going to get that out there. I don't think OBJ is a real one wide receiver anymore. More of a two and a half, if we're being honest. I don't know really what OBJ will bring to a team. Besides, I want targets, I want catches, and we need to win. So, whatever. Uh, I'm not a huge Odell fan, if you did not know that. Now, moving on to the big thing, which is mostly why everybody's listening to this podcast... Is because of my QB rankings. Some people don't like them. Some people do. You probably won't agree with them if we're being honest. So let's start off. This is how the QB ranking is going to work. I rank the QBs that I think are the starting quarterbacks. Uh, that I think are the starting quarterbacks. So Jets fans, sorry, no Mike White. Sorry about that one. I'm going to rank Zach Wilson. Dolphins fans, I actually like Jacoby Brissett more than Tua, but Tua's the quarterback, so I'm ranking Tua. Saints fans, uh, like me, Trevor Simeon's the quarterback right now, so I can't do much. Uh, number 32, though, on this list is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has been... The, I, I, Sam Darnold somehow got lower on this list. Uh, last year when I did this list, uh, Carson Wentz was the worst quarterback in the NFL when I made this list last year. Uh, Sam Darnold, I think, was between 27 and 32, and he somehow got lower. All Carson Wentz shot up the list, so congrats to Carson. We'll get to him later. But Sam Darnold has played atrocious. He turns the ball over a lot, and he just ain't fit for the Panthers. Sam Darnold should be a backup. Speaking of backups, number 31 is Taylor Heineke, um, who was the backup going into the season until Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt. And now Taylor Heineke is just doing whatever Taylor Heineke does, which isn't much. 
Um, he's not gonna. Well, he may lose you a game, but he's definitely not gonna win you a game. And yeah, there you go. That's what Taylor Heineke brings to the table. I said at one point that I don't think Taylor Heineke should even got get got a contract extension because he didn't play that well. But whatever. Nobody listens to me. I can't be an NFL GM somehow. Um, number thirty is Justin Fields. I Fields has showed nothing to me that proves that he's a NFL quarterback so far. Um, he below fifty percent passer, or not below fifty percent, below sixty percent. Nobody's below fifty percent except Trey Lance, I think. Uh, congrats to Trey Lance, but luckily for him, I'm not ranking him. Uh, but Fields, I mean, he's played decent. For a rookie quarterback, I guess he hasn't showed me anything that goes, wow, that's a franchise quarterback right there. So, yeah, uh, still can't read defenses all that well. And by the way, Mitchell Trubisky took the Bears to the playoffs last year, and Justin Fields is the Bears at like 3 and 6. So, yeah, that tells you what you need to know about Justin Fields. Number 29, Davis Mills. Uh, the rookie uh, that surprised me the most because I didn't think Davis Mills was going to be all that great, which he's really not all that great. But he's doing his thing over there in. Houston. Uh, he's the 29th best quarterback. I don't see him beating out anybody else above above him. 28, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been all that great. Not all that bad either. Um, or no, I'm sorry. 28's a different Trevor. Trevor Simeon's 28. Uh, yeah, he's just the Saints quarterback for now. I was hoping when I was doing this list, Philip Rivers or Drew Brees would be in here. But they're not. So we got Trevor Simeon. So Trevor Simeon, 28. He's a backup. So cool. 27, Trevor Lawrence. There we go. There's my boy Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he hasn't looked that great. But he gets a lot of drops. He's playing with a bad team. He's not like the Justin Fields treatment where he's playing with a playoff team last That was a playoff team last year. So eh, Justin Fields, I can make, I can give him crap because that team made the playoffs last year. Jaguars went one one game last year, so... Uh, they're improving. Um, slowly but surely, but I would have rather kept Gardner Minshew than drafted Trevor Lawrence with the number one overall pick. Um, but anyways, Trevor, 27. Number 26, Zach Wilson. Uh, he's been injured for a little bit, and I know a lot of people will be like, oh, God, what are you talking about? Zach Wilson has been awful this season. Okay, do you watch the games? He averages about seven drops a game, uh, which really messes with the completion percentage because I watch the Jets game. I watch about every pass he throws. Uh, he's, he's being asked to throw 20-plus yard comebacks, which uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't asked to do, and Justin Fields definitely isn't asked to do. Um, and Sam Donald can't do, by the way, so that's great. Um, but yeah, he's being asked to do stuff that none of these other dudes are being asked to do, and Zach Wilson is the 26th best quarterback in the NFL. And right of... I really wanted to put him above the number 25, but uh, 25 is just whatever. Number 25 is Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I don't think he's all that great. I don't think he's the franchise, but yeah, he's a good game manager, I guess. That's about all I can say about him. Game manager. Number 24, the man who gets blamed for everything in Detroit by his head coach, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, uh, I feel sorry for him. He's a better quarterback than 24, I think. I think he's somewhere in between 19 and 20 through 21 in reality. But from what I've seen so far, he's got no running games, got no wideouts, so he looks much worse than he usually does. Number 24 is Jared Goff. I feel sorry for the dude. He gets blamed for everything that goes wrong in Detroit. Offense is playing well. Well, I think it relies on Jared. That's what his coach says. Yeah. 
his offense can't run the ball and his O lineman can't block, but it's Jared Goff's fault. Sure, whatever, coach. Um, number twenty three, uh, my favorite NFL game manager, Daniel Jones. Um, it used to be Alex Smith was my favorite game manager, but he retired. So now we have Daniel Jones, my favorite game manager, just the new Alex Smith. Um, he, he puts up somewhat decent numbers. He can run a little bit. And yeah, that's what Daniel Jones does. Giants, they win some games, but is he really going to change around the franchise? Get him with a good offensive coordinator. I think you'll see a turnaround for him. But he ain't doing anything with Jason Garrett as the OC. I can tell you that. Uh, much like how Alex Smith wasn't really doing anything with San Francisco. He's took him to the playoffs a couple times. But, I mean, in reality, that team was led uh, led by a running back and a defense. That was great. Colin Kaepernick takes him to the Super Bowl when Alex Smith couldn't take him to like the, third round, the second round of the playoffs. So... Yeah, that's what I think about Dan Jones. Number 22, Jalen Hurts. Um, Hurts, he's not being asked to do much anymore because Nick Cerrone, or whatever the dude's name is in Philadelphia, finally decided he should run the ball a lot, and they're running the ball a lot. And last game, Hurts threw like 17 passes. So he's on that Matt Jones train where he just throws checkdowns a lot. <laughs> but number 21, the Steelers quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. Um, Big Ben, I don't think he's a bum. I don't think he's washed, but you can't ask Ben to throw the ball 40 times a game like they were doing early in the season, and that really hurt his stats, uh, interception-wise and, the, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, Big Ben's 21. Number 20 is, uh, the Panthers quarterback last year, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, two gloves, he's playing pretty well. He's got a good completion percentage this year. And good touchdown interception ratio, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, Teddy is number 20. I didn't write their stats down because I'm not doing all that. Uh, when I grade the quarterbacks at the end of the year, I will have all their stats down, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But midway through, I'm just going off of, you know, what I see watching the games. And I think Teddy's 20th. I think that's a fair rank for Teddy. If you think some of these guys are better than Teddy, well, then that's fine too, so... They don't matter. Number 19, Mac Jones. Um, game manager for New England. That's what a shock there. There's another game manager in New England. First it was Drew Bledsoe, then it was Tom Brady, and now it's Mac Jones. So, yeah, congrats to Mac Jones for being the new game manager in New England. Uh, you're the 19th best quarterback in the league to me. Um, number 18, Baker Mayfield. When he's not asked to do much, he's a great quarterback. When he's asked to do a whole lot, he ain't that great of a quarterback. So I think 18's fair for him. I think he's better than Mac Jones, Teddy, Bridgewater, Big Ben, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Tua, Zach, Trevor, all these other guys I named. But I don't think he's better than the guys above him. So I think 19 is, or 18 is fair for Baker Mayfield. Number 17, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, we'll really be able to see what Tannehill can do now since Derrick Henry's hurt. Really, only have one week without Derrick Henry, and I mean he played pretty, you know, all right. Uh, but I think seventeen's fair for Tannehill. Uh, my man Ryan used to play wideout at A and M, but I said last year I don't think Tannehill's all that amazing. Obviously, a lot of people did because he got a contract extension. He's getting paid like a top ten quarterback when I have him in the bottom half. So it's whatever. Number 16, my boy, the most handsome man in football, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, when he plays, the 49ers win. And when he doesn't, the 49ers lose. 
Obviously, there are some exceptions. He plays pretty well every game. 49ers fans dislike him because they think Trey Lance is the future. And uh, so, yeah. Kyle Shanahan, he's whatever on Jimmy. So, Jimmy G16, I'd have him higher if he played the whole if he played the whole season, but he got that ankle injury and missed two games, basically. Uh, both Jimmy and G, number 15, Derek Carr. Um, yeah, Derek Carr, he's having, he, had, he was having a pretty great season with John Gruden. John Gruden left, okay. Uh, his top wide receiver, jail. Um, Damon Arnett has nothing, to, has nothing to do with the offense, but I'd just like to remind you, he got cut. Um, shout out to David, Damon Arnett. Um, <laughs> when I was writing down my stuff for yesterday, I almost wrote down David Arquette. But I think 15 is a good rank for Derek Carr. I think he's average. Not, well, not average, obviously. But he's the line, I'd say. You can be better than Derek Carr, and I think you you can be a good NFL quarterback. I really should have switched 15 and 13, but it's whatever. I mean, whatever. I'll get to him later. 14, a lot of you people won't agree with me, but I'm just going off of what, I, what the, the statistics tell me and what I see. Number 14 is Lamar Jackson. Um, I know a lot of people will be, go, what are you talking about? Lamar Jackson's going to win the MVP again. He's a unanimous, a unanimous MVP. He is blah, blah, blah. He's all this and that and that and that. Okay, cool. But he can't throw a football. Every time I see him, every time I watch a game, he's missing passes and quarterback should make. Um, if you look off passing statistics that matter over the last two years, he's actually in the bottom of almost every category that is a, that's important. Completion percentage, he's at the bottom 20. Touchdowns, bottom 20. Uh, completions, bottom 20. So why is this guy so special? I, he's at, he's only at fourteen because he can run. If if we just grade these quarterbacks off of their quarterback play, and then throwing the football, Lamar Jackson might be worse than like Big Ben at that. He's not that good at throwing the football, and people just need to accept that. Which obviously they can't because people still think Lamar Jackson's like a top ten quarterback every year. But passing statistics will tell you that he's not. Um. Number thirteen, a lot of people will you, a lot of people will get mad at me for having this guy above Lamar Jackson. But Kirk Cousins, if I need a guy to throw a football, I'm taking Kirk Cousins over Lamar Jackson because Lamar can't throw. Kirk is having another good year. Kirk has put up solid years every year. He also has more. He also has the same amount of wins as Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. So whatever. Um, and he plays better in the playoffs too. He doesn't throw under. 60% in the playoff games that matter. So, whatever. Kirk Cousins, I think he's 13. Uh, obviously, on primetime games, he's not the most amazing guy ever, but what the heck? The Vikings play, like, maybe two primetime games a year anyway. It's not like they matter. Um, to Kirk, at least. Number 12, he had a bad game last game, uh, and he's kind of been on and off the whole year, but number 12 is Joe Burrow. Um, I compared Joe Burrow to Tony Romo. Uh... But, eh, I'm not a big fan of Burrow, to be honest. So, whatever. Number 11, Matty Ice, the Iceman, Matt Ryan. How put Again, putting up a sneaky, solid year because he's Matt Ryan and nobody cares about the Falcons. Um, at the end of the year, he'll probably be top five in most quarterback stats, and nobody will think Matt Ryan's a top ten quarterback. Uh, but, please tell me. This, this guy's playing well. Oh, he's played well all season, I'm pretty sure. And, I mean, he's got the Falcons in the playoff hunt again. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Matt Ryan is also my cutoff line. Uh, 
if you're better than Matt Ryan, then you can have a max quarterback contract. If you're not better than Matt Ryan, I can find somebody else. Uh, it's called the Matt Ryan line over here. <laughs> if you're better than Matt Ryan, congratulations, you get a contract extension. If you're not, then, well, sorry, we'll find a new guy. Because, I mean, that's really what it should be, right? I mean, Matt Ryan ain't the greatest quarterback ever, but he ain't the worst. So, you can, if you're better than Matt Ryan, then you got a chance to win a championship. If you're not better than Matt Ryan, then I'm finding somebody else. So, Matt Ryan at number 11. Number 10 this year. Big, he jumped up from 32, basically, to number 10. Carson Wentz. Wentz has played surprisingly well. I said in my podcast when Wentz got traded to the Colts that I feel like he would have a good first year. I don't know how the rest of his tenure in Indianapolis is going to go. But I thought he'd have a good first year because Phillip Rivers played great in that Colts offense. And he's playing very well, I do believe. Only really one bad game on his whole season so far. <laughs> and uh, he would be higher if he had some more wins on this list. But Carson Wentz, number 10. I He's on my fantasy team right now, though. And I'm still not a huge Carson Wentz believer, but I said he'd do well year one, and he's doing well year one. We'll see how, what the future holds for Carson. Number nine, Patrick Mahomes. Off-season off for Patty. Maybe it's because, you know, he can't take a three-step drop and throw slant pads. He has to uh, run around and find his open. He has to go find his boys. That's really what Patrick Mahomes is about. Not the biggest supporter of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't think his play of let me run around and act like this is schoolyard football works all that much. But, hey, whatever. I think he's the number nine best quarterback in my opinion. Number eight, Josh Allen. This guy is almost as inconsistent as Patrick Mahomes when it comes to having good games, great games, and then bad games. Um, I scored six points against the Jaguars. I'm sure Carson Wentz will throw three touchdowns against the Jaguars, and I'll be asking, some people will be asking me why I put Josh Allen ahead of him, or I'll be asking myself that because everybody thinks Josh Allen's a great quarterback too. But uh, he's... On and off in completion percentage. So I think that's the main thing you got to do is Corvette complete passes, which you're asked to do. And, you know, people just ignore that if it's Lamar Jackson. But, um, you know, Josh Allen, he's whatever. Number seven, Justin Herbert. Um, he's gotten eaten alive by the Patriots once again. Um, but every rookie quarterback gets eaten alive by the Patriots, basically. So it's like a normal thing when you come in the NFL. Get killed by the Patriots, rookie quarterback struggles, it's whatever. Um, he finally got back to good things uh, this past week, so we'll see what he can do. Number six, Dak Prescott. Uh, he threw some garbage time touchdowns that helped his stats, but they didn't help his ranking here. <laughs> he's Dak Prescott. I mean, a pretty good quarterback, but I wouldn't say he's top five. But number five, it's my man Russell Wilson. Uh, he's coming back this week. And while he was playing, I do think he was a top five quarterback. Ten touchdowns, one interception, good completion percentage. Uh, so what? Russ, Russ was doing Russ things over there in uh, Seattle. Number four is Matthew Stafford. Now, Matthew Stafford, I don't really like Matthew Stafford. I've seen him throw away games that you should win. And I've seen him win games that he should lose. I'm not a huge fan of Maddie, Matty Stafford over there in the Los Angeles Rams. But he's four. You can't deny that he's playing well. Cooper Cubs is helping him out a lot over there. But Sean McVay's system is also helping him a lot over there. But we'll see what happens for the rest of the year. We'll see where Matty Ice... Not Matty Ice. 
Matthew Stafford ends up at the end of my quarterback rankings at the end of the year. Number three, I don't like him, but it's Tom Brady. Um, Brady has played well all season. He's got the he's got the best receiver I've ever seen in Antonio Brown. Um, but it, I'm sure people will be asking, how old are you? I'm 18, so don't expect me to have seen Jerry Rice play football. And I am not that high on Calvin Johnson like everybody else is. And not even Randy Moss. I would rather have Antonio Brown than Randy Moss. Just a fun fact there for you, because Antonio Brown can run routes. Randy Moss is good for one thing, and that's flying down the field and catching balls. Catching jump balls. Antonio can run me a comeback. He can run me a slant. He can run me an out. He can run a bunch of routes that Randy Moss can't run. But Tom Brady, he's got Antonio Brown, the best wide receiver I've ever seen. Hall of Famer. Mike Evans. Puts up a, a, a thousand yards every year, basically. Hall of Famer. Uh... Godwin kid, Chris Godwin. Okay, he's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Gronk, Hall of Famer. I, Leonard Fournette, doing Lenny Fournette things. Uh, great player. I mean, don't tell me Tom Brady doesn't have, like, the best supporting cast in the NFL right now. Uh, so, yeah. And, so, yeah. Number three is Tom Brady. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. You love him or hate him. He may have, lied, he may have misled people about the whole COVID thing. But you can't tell me that Green Bay doesn't smoke the Chiefs with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Vegas, the, the Packers were favorites by, by eight. When Aaron Rodgers was out, it took an eight-point swing, and now the uh, Packers were eight-point underdogs. Uh, never really happened in sports. Even when Tom Brady was gone with the Patriots and they were playing with Jimmy Garoppolo, it wasn't no eight-point swing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is that dude. Uh, I'm not a huge Rodgers. I'm not a huge Rodgers fan. I I, lo- I like the dude playing football. Um, I take Brett Favre over him because I'm a I'm a huge supporter of Brett Favre, the football player. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I don't mind him. Uh, the the person you can have your own opinion on that. But Aaron Rodgers, number two, number one, Kyler Murray. Uh, playing well all season. He's Kyler Murray, short little dude. I uh, I I'm a big fan of short quarterbacks. So he, big. So yeah, uh, there is my opinion on the quarterbacks so far. And now, everybody's least favorite part. Well, actually, no. Before I get into that, give me your thoughts on my on my quarterback list. Um, tell me what you would change. I'm sure a lot of you would have Lamar higher than I have him. Um, who who would you guys have number one? So yeah, uh, give me your thoughts on. It. I'm sure most of you would have Zach Wilson lower, too. Um, and as as I said er- earlier when I, in this podcast, when I started the quarterback list, I don't have guys like Mike White in here because I'm going with who I think the starter is. Um, I'm sure some of you guys would have Mike White probably higher than Tua because a lot of people hate Tua, or you'd have him higher than Jared Goff because a lot of people dislike Jared Goff now. Um, I'm sure a lot of you wouldn't have Kirk Cousins this high. I'm sure Carson Wentz wouldn't be this high on your list, but... I think quarterback is a different thing than most of you people think it is because, I mean, hey, I play quarterback. I don't think it's all about running. If it was, then Pat White would be my number one. And then Tim Tebow and Pat White would be great NFL players, which obviously they're not. Uh, shout out to my boy Pat White, though. I'm a big supporter of Pat White. Uh, let's move on to the WWE releases. I'll be talking about that now. Um, Nia Jax was the, one of the first people released. I'm not a huge fan of Nia Jax. Didn't enjoy most of her matches, but, you know. It's never good to see people lose their job. Uh, I think she'll get booked in the Indies a lot. Uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Boudreaux. 
Scarlet Bordeaux, whatever her name is. Uh, Karen Cross, boring as can be, in my opinion. People love him for some reason. I don't. He's a 36-year-old, quote-unquote, young talent. He's boring in Impact, he's boring in NXT, and he's boring on Raw. <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, Scarlet Bordeaux, whatever her name is, uh, whatever. You can go back to Impact and do the Smoke Show, or whatever she called it back in the day. Uh, and she has offers to do plenty of other stuff. So congrats to Scarlett. You do your thing. Karrion Cross, please go find a new job, buddy. Um, that's my opinion on Karrion Cross. Boring. Or go join AEW. Uh, Keith Lee. Um, the rumor is Keith Lee was a hassle to work with backstage. I, I don't know if he would be. I don't think so. I know Bray Wyatt. I, Bray Wyatt was also reported to be trouble backstage to work with. That one I can believe. Because it'd be hard to book Bray Wyatt as the Fiend. That one I can believe. Keith Lee, I know he was out for a whole lot of months with that when he was sick. And that kind of kind of ended his run, I think. Uh, the fans didn't take the whole Bearcat thing very seriously. So Keith Lee... I think that's a product of him just getting sick, and hopefully he's back in WWE, or he's a top guy in AEW, which I highly doubt AEW would make him a top guy, because they don't book African Americans very well over there, if you look. Um, Impact may book him well if he wanted to go to Impact, or he could go back to the Indies and do his stuff. I'm sure he'd be very he'd be paid a lot in the Indies to do whatever he wants to do. Um, moving on, Eva Marie. The best heel on Raw, I can tell you that. She got more boo crowd reaction than half the roster. Um, she gets released. I think she's doing a movie right now, so I would assume she's going to be back at some point because she definitely got the most heel heat out of anybody on Raw that I watched. So that's, that's a whole different thing. I'm sure she'll be back. They didn't really let her do much wrestling, so we'll see what happens. But I expect her to be back. Mia Yim. Um, Keith Lee's fiance. I didn't really watch much of her, to be honest. I know she was in the Retribution thing. I thought Retribution was boring as Freak 2 because um, they got beat up by the Hurt Business, and that was the best part of the run. Uh, but I hope she finds a job somewhere else. I didn't watch much of her, so I don't have a big opinion on her. I was not a big watcher of NXT, especially during that Carrion Cross run. Uh, that was boring. Um, moving on, Ember Moon. Uh, she, she had the business booming about... Three years ago, and then she kind of dropped off. Um, I thought she was pretty good, but ultimately she didn't get this crowd reaction every time she came out, and she went back to NXT, and that's kind of how that works. So I'm sure she'll get booked on the Indies or AEW. <laughs> uh, Lucha House Party, Grand Malik, and Lindsay Dorado. Um, yeah, uh, Lucha House Party wasn't it. They get they're going to they probably go to AEW too or the. Uh, Triple A or whatever it's called. I'm, I think it's Triple A. But I'm sure they'll go to Triple A. Or the Indies. <laughs> Everybody's just going to the Indies. Uh, Oni Lorcan. Yeah, didn't watch much of it. No, Oni Lorcan. I wasn't, as I said, I wasn't big in NXT. Um, I don't even watch NXT now. I did watch NXT this past week and uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, Oni Lorcan, uh, he'll find a job somewhere else. <laughs> It'll be on the Indies or AEW. Uh, Frankie Monet. Uh, she was an impact, I'm assuming. John Morrison's wife, too, I think. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch NXT with her, and she was there for about four weeks and then got released. 
I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what WWE did with her. Um, and there has to be a reason they fired her. Um, so, yeah. I'm sure she'll find work somewhere else, though. I mean, tri- uh, AAA, Impact, AW, whatever. Or the Indies. Harry Smith, uh, son of the British Bulldog, he has been on W. He's been... The WWE a couple times, gonna fly it a couple times. I'm sure he'll be back again at some point. I actually like Harry Smith. I think it's pretty good. Um, but ultimately, you never get to see him on TV. I've seen some dark matches with him. I like him, but it's whatever. And moving on. Oh, that's it. David, there you go. There are the releases that they had. But yeah. Some. I don't think anybody important got released except maybe Keith Lee. But, you know, he was sick, and that kind of ruined his run. But, if we're being honest, the the only person who got reactions on this list was Eva Marie. And everybody hates Eva Marie. And that's kind of her job, but <laughs> I'm sure she'll be back and you can boo her again. But, everybody loves Carrie across. Man, get him out of here. He got no reaction every time he came out in Raw. I I didn't even take Scarlet with him to Raw. They just said, go out there with a ninja mask or something, dude. You're going to job the Jeff Hardy and you're going to get fired. (laughs) But yeah, I don't understand. King of must be some like technical ring worker to these marks and indie people out there. King of may be some indie god for all I know. All I know is the dude's boring as can be. It was boring in Impact, it was boring in NXT, it was boring on Raw. I don't know what to tell you. Dude, Dude's just the new Beyond Boring. Uh, not the franchise, he's boring. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there were the releases. Um, but yeah, I, it's sad the only person that got released was, that got a reaction was even Marie. That's, that, that's all you need to know about that release bunch. Uh, yeah, it's whatever. So yeah, <laughs> uh, let me know uh, what you guys thought of my QB rankings. Let me know if you <laughs> let me know if you're a big Carrie Cross supporter out there. Let me know. Uh, let me know why Carrie Cross was such a great talent. Yeah, you go tell me that. Um, but anyways, thank you for listening to Three Ball Podcast. As always, stay safe. And tomorrow we'll be back with some AEW. I'm not looking forward to that. (laughs) But anyways, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Peace out.